0: that he's got a word for you. And and come on, let's all be praying for our country. Let's be praying for our government tomorrow, level one, hopefully tomorrow, God willing. Uh, and and but here's the thing I just wanted to, before I got into the messages, see, we're all kind of looking forward to going back to normal, but I believe that, that God is putting in front of us a, a, a new season of not going back to where we were, uh, but moving forward into a new season to some new normals. And, and I kind of feel like sometimes that this, this lockdown is, is, is something where we've been able to like draw a line in the sand and leave some things in the past. So, so for you today, maybe there's things that are popping into your mind. Come on, leave them in lockdown and, and choose to step into a new normal and to move forward into a new normal with what God is placing in, in your heart. The Bible says about forgetting the former things and stepping into the new things of the Spirit that He's got for you and for us. I'm, I'm, I think we're in for an exciting time uh, going forward. And, and I also understand that there's going to be maybe some tough seasons as well. But we've just heard from, from this incredible item this morning that there's nothing better than our God. The problem comes is when we place other things before him, that we think they're better, they make us smile, or they make us happier. But those things are, are temporary and, and can be short. Come on, so this morning we're going to be finishing our, our series called "Lockdown Letters." And, and it maybe if you've seen watched online or if you, if you were here last week, this is week number four and and we're going to be summing up uh, the book of Philippians, and there's four chapters in, in Philippians, a great book, and the main character of this story is the Apostle Paul, and you may have heard of uh, the Paul over, uh, by reading the Word of God, or you've heard about him, and, and here's the thing, he wrote this book, uh, he wrote this letter while he was in prison, uh, in a Roman prison cell, maybe in chains, and, and, and for the gospel, he was in, the, in this prison cell, and, and he was kind of in a lockdown, just like you and I have been over the last nine weeks, but he was in lockdown, he was. He didn't know what the future held for him or, or what was actually going to even happen to him. Uh, but we, we learned some things about that, what Paul was carrying there that are really incredibly powerful for you and I uh, today and in our world. And as we look forward, that, that even though we can, he, we can maybe have been in a lockdown where Paul was in a cell and in a lockdown, uh, that we can still know joy and peace uh, and breakthrough in the name of Jesus. And, and today, Uh, Today, as we kind of sum this up, there's some overarching themes and and, and thoughts in the book of Philippians that I I believe Paul was wanting to really speak to us about, and and, and the first thing is this, is that we're going to talk today uh, about eternity. In the light of eternity, or heaven, what would that make us, what would our wake look like if we were to live in the light of eternity and not just the here and now? It can really change things and how we look at life and how we look at uh, our weeks and and today I, I want to show this is this is a this is a bit of rope here I got from from Bunnings and this uh, and you can see that that this rope here is is something that I want to to paint a picture for you about eternity and and I've always have you ever wondered how long eternity is, you know that this rope is. This rope could probably go right round the whole place here, but, but eternity is, is, is like this rope. And, and maybe we could imagine that even this rope here today, that, that this rope is, is, is our lives, is our, our, our time on earth, that this, this whole rope is, is speaks of a, of a timeline of, of you and I. But, but you might see here, and you might, might not be able to see it in the camera, but there's a red piece on the end here. And what I want to say to you today is that red piece here Signifies your life, your my life here, and the, the time that we have on earth, and the rest of the rope, right across the air is, is eternity. Our lives, this red piece, eternity, the whole end of the rope here. Eternity is a really long time if you haven't worked that one out. Eternity is a long, long time. But but one of the amazing things that you and I struggle with or we have or we get consumed by is this red piece here because, because this, this point here that, that we want to be enjoying life and doing what we want to do, because if, if we work really hard here and, and save up lots of money, because then we come to this point here, and, and that helps us to do all of the things that we wanted to do, uh, because of right at the start here we, we made some decisions, and, and we get so consumed by it that we want to travel here, and we want to we be comfortable here, and we want to be secure at different points in our life, and sometimes we're, we're living this piece here, with not really a concern or thought of the rest of this piece here. Eternity is a really, really long time. That little piece here, Bible says of of this red piece that that you and I maybe we're in right now, Bible says it's temporary. But Bible teaches us what we do with that red piece there. It affects, affects what happens through the rest of what happens there. It affects where we go and what we, what we do at that point of, of eternity. Eternity is a long, long time. Philippians chapter 3, verse 20 and 21. And, and let's, you can read this up on the big screen here because uh, that's up on the big screen here today. Philippians 20, verse 21, it says this. It says, but our citizenship is in heaven. Uh, And we eagerly await a saviour from there. The Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, uh, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Our citizenship is in heaven. What an incredibly, maybe a small phrase, but has an incredibly powerful meaning to it. And the truth is that each one of us here have a citizenship of a country or a land. And this morning, maybe you could give a shout out if you're from South Africa. Then You have a citizenship there. There's one or two or half of the country right here. And maybe you're from Australia. Oh, there was one hand over there, Australia, a little bit quiet, and, and there's many Kiwis in here, maybe your citizenship is in, is in New Zealand, or you're on that journey, yeah. yeah, the rowdiest ones. What about from the United Kingdom? No one! Oh. Uh, it's, it's amazing, though, how we carry a citizenship from our countries or our place of birth. But, but Paul is trying to say to us, he's trying to get this message across uh, that, that those things are temporary, but what really matters is eternity. And now your citizenship is in heaven. Because the way he was trying to say that to us, because even though he's in prison, a prison looked a whole lot differently for him because the hard things that he was going through, all the tough things or being, being locked down or in change, it had a whole new light on it because he had a vision or his citizenship was in heaven. That changed the way he thought, that changed the way he thinked. It changed the way he acted. And Paul's trying to tell us today that, that when, we, when we come from a place of our citizenship is in heaven, uh, it's like this. It's simply like this, is that we have to live in the light of eternity. And when we live in the light of eternity, it changes the way we live our now. It changes the way that we live our today. And so I've called this message this morning In Light of Eternity. And I've got some just a few simple points that, but that I believe that, that we can take away today, that we can look at, we can, we can ask ourselves some honest questions about do we live in the light of eternity or are we living for this piece down here and not really too concerned about the, the whole length of what that actually looks like but this being comfortable right here in this point here. That makes a difference to how we live our lives. And, and, but to live in the light of eternity uh, is simply this. The first thing is this, is to live for the right well done. Live for the right well done. And, and it's amazing. We're our, my senior pastor or, or my boss, Pastor Luke, bro, he's, a, he's an amazing... I better check and see if he's here today, just in case I, he didn't sneak and I get in trouble. And, yeah, But, but he, he's an incredible pioneer in the, in the church in New Zealand and, and has an incredible legacy. And, and it's been such an amazing privilege, really, for, for, for myself and Denise to be able to serve under his leadership and, and what he's building and what God has placed upon his heart. And, but one of the most nerve-wracking things that you can do... Uh, is to to speak uh, to preach a message with Pastor Luke in the room. Is that you, you? think, well, I, I better get this right. I better not muck this up. I, I better do a good job here. And and you get to the end of the message, and Pastor Luke will come up to you and and he will kind of look there and have say, he'll say, good word. And when we, if he says good word, it's like, like wow, that's that really good. I can, I can rest. I'm going to get paid for another week. It's amazing. <laughs> but, but if Pastor Luke comes up to you and he sticks his hand on your shoulder and he says good word, it's like the angels just start singing in heaven. It's like the heavens are opened up on you because when he puts his hand on your shoulder, and says good word, you've like hit the ball right out of the park, right over the fence, and it's about time to retire because you've made it. Pastor Lucas, he's an incredible, incredible guy. And now, if you're a musician or a singer, you know, you'll be living for for, to hear Simon Cowell say, well done. (laughs) If you're a sportsman, if you're a a rugby player, you'll be waiting for the all-blacks coach to come and ring you and say, well done. Especially the all-blacks coach, well done. And, and, and whatever we, we are in life, whether, whether you're looking for for your teacher or your, your boss or your, your family or your parents to say well done, sometimes we can be looking for the well done in the wrong place. Trying to live up to those expectations of, of what other people are placing upon us. And uh, the Apostle Paul, he, he, he gives us a, a great picture here of, 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 living for, of not living for the well done of his peers. Because if, he, if Apostle Paul was living for the, the well done of his peers, uh, he would have continued to persecute the church and to kill the Christians, and, and he would have heard or be listening for the "Well done, you good and faithful Pharisee." If he was living for the, for the well done of Rome, he, he would have, he would have uh, denounced Christ and, and, and said that uh, Caesar or the Pharaoh was, uh, Caesar was his Lord, and he would receive "Well done, good and faithful Roman." But he wasn't, he didn't live that because Paul lived for the light of eternity that was only found in in Jesus Christ. And, And the truth is, the reality is that some of us here today, we are living for our ambitions, our motivations and our directions that have been influenced by someone else's well done. You know, and, and I, I kind of felt like there's people in this room even where you, you feel the call of God in your life and, and you know that God is speaking to you, that he's got a plan and he's got a, a purpose for your life and, and yet we're living for the well done of the world, the well done of success and power and positions and, and money, like the glory, the possessions. But can I say to you, Paul is Paul trying, to, trying to say to us that the, that the well done of the world is short term. It's like a little piece over there but that little piece has a huge impact on our eternity. It's because in the light of eternity, where it illuminates everything, there is only one well done that matters. There's only one well done that matters, and there's only one that we receive when we stand before the Lord in heaven, and we give an account for our lives, and and we want to hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. Eternity. In the light of eternity, how we live our tomorrow, how we live our lives, affects all of eternity because eternity is a long long time Matthew 25 verse 23 it says this his master said to him well done good and faithful servant you have been faithful over a little so I will set you over much enter into the joy of your master see maybe today your next step is to change the well done that you're living for and waiting to hear Many of you will be aware of the amazing man of God, Ravi Zacharias. And he passed away just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and, and he was once asked by someone, uh, "Someone, they said, Ravi, what will you ask the Lord when you get to meet him? Ravi Zacharias said, I'm not so interested about what I will say to him, but more like what will he say to me when we first meet him. Living for the right Well done. The second thing is this, to live in the light of eternity that shines everything is to see the bigger picture. Now I have an amazing photo to show you this morning. You're going to be blown away with this photo. We can bring. In what a beautiful photo this is here. My mum loves that face, and she thinks that's so beautiful. It's just like, and and it's just been an incredible picture. But, but what you might know, doing selfies is actually quite difficult. Uh, I kind of find because sometimes you get yourself too big in the picture, uh, and you don't actually see what else is around there. You actually can lose the impact of the picture. And and what if you look really really close there, you will see that about my. That side ear is a 700-pound grizzly bear who's about to chew off my ear. A 700-pound grizzly bear who's either whispering something into my ear or he's trying to say something where he's going to about take it off. But, But here's the thing. When we are too big in the picture, sometimes we don't actually see the bigger picture because all we can see is ourselves. I must say it is a beautiful photo, though. But one of the things when I take a selfie now is I I, kind of realize that uh, sometimes that when we are so big in the picture, we miss the impact of what else is going along. That we are so big in the picture that sometimes we don't actually see the bigger picture. And I kind of think in in the light of eternity, it's like like the grizzly bear is kind of like the significance of light the light of eternity, because sometimes sometimes how I was living that day or having fun and enjoying things, we, that photo doesn't actually show the, the main importance or the power of that picture, but when that picture of the grizzly bear is highlighted, it's a wow moment. The light of eternity for you and for I is like, it's like that photo every day where we are not so big in the picture taking up the whole picture because when we are, we lose and can't see the bigger picture. See, but the, the light of eternity, it, it, it tells us if, if, you don't, if you don't, all you have is the here and now. See, when stuff in your life is bad, or when it's hard, when we have a COVID-19 lockdown and it throws us there, when tragedy strikes, or, or if there's, there's darkness and the, the eternity of the photo, then it's all dark. It's amazing when we're too big in the picture. See, death is dark, suffering is dark, poor experiences, there's no hope, there's no solution, there's no good ending, there's no redemptive power when we are too big in the picture. But the light of eternity, it tells us that Jesus, that he isn't finished yet that he is going to complete his work. There is a brighter future. Death has no end. There are things that are broken in this world, but they won't be forever because the light of eternity shines into the dark places and it shines into your dark seasons and my dark season. That helps us to realize that there is a bigger picture, that there is a greater reality than where we are right now in our lives. See the bigger picture. See what God has for you. I believe it will transform the way you live this week in the light of eternity. Ben, you guys could come just quietly. That would be awesome. Third thing is this. To live in the light of eternity is to illuminate your now. Illuminate your now. See, one of the things that the light of eternity does, that it not only illuminates where you are going, it gives light to your here and now. Now, now, if I choose, if I don't live in the light of eternity, then all I have is now. So, so how I live and how I treat people and what I do with my, my resources or my time and, and how I use what I have is of no lasting consequence. I'm just living for the here and now. But if I do live in the light of eternity, it rem- reminds me that my citizenship is in heaven that it's more than just here and now. It, it, it reminds me that I have to give an account one day of, of what I've done with my life, and it, it matters how I treat people and, and how I love my kids and I love my family or how I serve people, it, uh, how I conduct myself, how I manage my own resources. The things that I've been entrusted with in the light of eternity, it really does matter. Ma- Matthew, there's a great scripture, Matthew 6, verse 19, which said this, you do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, uh, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. And, and see, this isn't a case, this isn't a case here of, of your entry into heaven. R- rather, it's a case of, of what your reward will be in heaven. See, salvation and eternity. That, that's a free gift of, by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. And you don't earn your way to heaven. You, you can't buy it. You can't earn salvation. You're, but, but if you put your faith in Jesus Christ, your, your eternity is secured. That little red piece down there, what you do there, it affects the rest of that timeline there in eternity. What you do with your gifts that God has given you, it matters. Do you See, See, maybe if you're here this morning and, and you're not sure what to do about gifts, jump onto our growth track. The whole goal of growth track is to help you to discover your gifts. It's on tonight. You can register on the Connect Card. How you love people, it really does matter. And maybe it's time. Maybe you've been holding off, getting into a small group and getting some family around you, getting some connection with people that can help you and you can find freedom there. Join a small group today. Maybe the generosity that you show With what you have, it really matters in the light of eternity. It really does matter. As we come to a close in the next few minutes, I wanna put it a different way for you. And it's kind of a bit of a rhetorical question. It's this, it says, if the Bible is really true and if Jesus really died for your sins, is my life consistent with those realities? Am I consumed with things of the world, with my pleasures and entertainment and sport and what I can earn? Maybe you're hearing and you might say, asking this question, am I holding back with what God has placed within my heart? Am I being obedient to what God has asked me to do or am I concerned more with what people will think? Because human opinion... It means more to me than his opinion. Maybe that's you this morning. If you were to shine the light of eternity into your week ahead, would it cause you to live differently this week? If you were to shine the light of eternity on your Monday through to Sunday, would it change anything with the way that you live? On, why don't we close our eyes right now? Let's take a moment right here. Say, God, will you shine that light into my life right now? God, will you shine that light into my my heart? Will you bring to to mind the, the plans and the purposes that you have for me? And that little piece of eternity is a long time the decisions that you make, the, the plans that you make is, has an effect of how we will live in eternity. And this morning, I, Lord, I just pray for every person, every family represented here in this place today, every individual, that, that almighty God, and would you shine your light into us? Lord, will you give us a new perspective, a new a picture, Lord, of your, of how, how to live our lives according to your way, oh God. Lord, that you would give us strength, oh God. That, Lord, we wouldn't live in fear, Lord Jesus. But that maybe we would live as good stewards of what you've given, Lord. Maybe you're here this morning When I say that there's a that Jesus Christ He come to this earth to save us. And maybe you're here and you've been doing life this morning and just in this next moment I, I want to invite you. If you're here, maybe you've never said yes to Jesus or maybe you've walked away. Just simply in this moment here. I'm going to pray a real simple prayer because Jesus loves you. He's got a plan and a purpose for your life. But, but the thing is, is that we, we, we sin, we've done stuff, we've all done stuff, you're no different to anyone else. And that stuff, that sin, that separates us from, from God. But what G- God did, He sent His one and only Son to die on a cross to carry your sin, the sin that's the stuff that separates us to carry it upon Himself, that on a cross. And then He died and He rose again, paying your price, paying the debt that you might have freedom in your life from the past for today, and for your future. So, this morning, if I'm going to pray this real simple prayer, and if that's you, I want to invite you to pray this, this silently in your heart after me. Pray this, pray, Dear God, I know that you love me. Today I choose to follow you. Will you forgive me of my sin and make me brand new? I give you my life and I choose to live the rest of my days for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Just wave your eyes closed. I'm not going to embarrass anybody here in this moment, but, but what I do want you going to do, I'm going to invite you. If you prayed that prayer, you really meant it in your heart. All I'm going to do, I'm going to count to three. And if you want to say, Daryl, count me in. You want to say yes to Jesus, lift your hand up and down as a faith statement so I can see Be bold, be brave. One, two, three.